Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. Uh, a little bit about me and why I'm getting baptized today. Um, so, growing up, I went to church with my gran- my nanny and my granda. And I had friends there and it was fun, um, but as soon as friends started to leave and it wasn't fun, I stopped going. Uh, in my later years of school and in university, I became quite hard, and like my heart was quite hard toward Christianity. I had a friend, well I have, I'm still friends with her, I have a friend who back then would invite me to church. I'd be like, would she not get it? Like I keep saying no, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, I went to university in Belfast and uh, every opportunity possible I wanted to get out of Northern Ireland. Um, so I spent a summer in America, a year in London. And then in the summer of 2017, I decided to go to Canada to work at a summer camp called Muskoka Woods. It was a Christian summer camp and a friend from university had uh, recommended it to me. And he helped me to answer the application questions about what my Christian faith meant to me. <laughs> And I managed to bluff my way through the interview, pretending I still went to church with my granda. I hadn't given much thought to the Christian part of the camp. I was just excited. um, So I was going there to be a trampoline instructor. I was just excited to jump on a trampoline and swim in a lake all summer. (laughs) Uh, The first week there was staff week. So we got to know all of the staff. We were trained up in the areas that we would be working in. And there were some faith-based talks and some worship evenings. I was like, I'm in the middle of a cult. (laughs) Do these people believe this? (laughs) Um, I had gotten to know one of the senior leaders at the camp, Jackie, because someone in HR thought we looked alike. So the HR lady picked me up at the airport and she was sending Jackie sneaky sneaky photos of me. Um, On the last night of staff week, there was uh, an external worship band was brought in for worship evening. And Jackie tapped me on the shoulder and she pulled me to the side. And she said, Emma, I just want you to know that Jesus loves you. And I wept. Um, I think that just felt so personal to me and somehow in my heart that it could be true. So I had this new openness to hearing um, other people's experiences with God and learning about him. I spent the rest of that summer and my final year of university uh, going to all of the Christian events I could. I remember singing Amazing Grace one night and beaming at the words, how precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed, and how true that felt for me. Um, I think that year I was waiting for like a big wow moment or like exactly the right time to do it. Um, But in the May of that year, I thought, what are you waiting for? And alone in my bedroom one night, I dedicated my life to Jesus. Hmm. Sooner, soon after this, I moved to London and I found a church in London and there was a, a huge like active Christian union in my work. And I loved meeting other Christians and talking about the Bible and Christian concepts. But I also had lots of like highs and lows in my Christian faith in London. Um, I loved learning, but I could also be very cynical. And I remember thinking, why did God not just wait until I was like 90 to make me a Christian? And then I could live however I wanted to live, but still go to heaven. So God still needed to do a lot in my heart and my mind to help me fully surrender and fully understand what it meant to follow Jesus.
I moved to Dublin just before COVID, um, but went back to Cark Fergus then to work from home in my parents' house for a year. I remember vividly on one of my daily walks, realizing that for all of my striving, I wasn't getting any better. Up until that point, I thought if I keep speaking to, learning about God, recognizing where I'm sinful, he would make me into this perfect person. I would follow his plan for my life and my life would be amazing. I think it was because I was walking the same loop every day. <laughs> and I was praying and apologizing for the ways I had been arrogant and judgmental every day. Um, that I realized I was always going to be sinful. Um, I spoke to my good friend Connor Barrett, <laughs> who explained this helpful visual to me. Um, I think the first line will come up on the screen. Yeah. So when I become a Christian, I start at a point and I realize, as I learn more about myself, I realize how sinful I am. And as I do this and I learn more of God's character and how good he is, that he still loves me even though I'm absolutely rubbish. Another line goes up um, from the starting point. And as the two lines, how sinful I am and how good God is, travel further away from each other, the thing that connects the two is the cross. Uh, this was revolutionary for me and has stuck with me ever since. But I have to remind myself of the three parts constantly. I'm so broken. God loves me despite how broken I am. And so much so that he sent his son to die for me so that I can have eternal life with him, including a rich life of relationship with him now on earth. Now that I am a Christian, and particularly in the last few years, there are three ways that my life is different, three main ways. <laughs> uh, one, I am no longer lost. I'm so, go I'm so glad that God didn't wait until I was 90 to make me a Christian. <laughs> Um, before I was a Christian, I was lost, searching for meaning in things that were confusing and disappointing. Um, Jesus says in Luke, For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. I'm so glad that he saved me and chosen to make his home in my heart and given me a sense of purpose and of peace. Second thing is joy. Um, I went back to Muskoka Woods last summer and I had an incredible summer. When I came back to Dublin, I had to find a new job and it took me a few months. I find great comfort in these verses from Jeremiah. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. These, these words became my mantra. The Lord is in control. He has the plans in his hands and far better plans that I could ever dream up. But more than that, he listens to me. When I wake up in the middle of the night, when it seems like everyone else has got it figured out, he is there to listen to me. I have found no greater joy than having a God who loves me and cares about the, the plans for my life and who is my constant companion. The third way, freedom to be courageous. Um, I watched the movie We Bought a Zoo with my family over Christmas and in the movie Matt Damon says You know sometimes all all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage Just literally 20 seconds of embarrassing bravery and I promise you that something great will come of it 2023 was a year of courageous decisions for me some big and some small 
And a great thing has come of it as I prepared to get baptised today. Knowing God more deeply and allowing him to take away my fears as I trust my life and my future to him has given me the freedom to be more courageous. In Joshua it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. What a rich promise. No matter how daunting something may seem, God is with me through it all. I'm delighted to stand here today and call you my brothers and sisters and to get baptised with you. Thank you for loving me so dearly over the last few years. And in being baptised, I ask you to hold me to account and help me to continue to follow Jesus in the coming years. All praise and glory be to God. Amen. Well done, Emma. Wonderful.